Hey guys, welcome to a new series of Movie Podders. Um, it's myself, Brian, and instead of Ryan this time, what are you laughing at? <laughs> I've got my, my lovely wife, Amelia. How are you doing, Amelia? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Excited to be doing this. Um, so, before we start, I'll just explain to you what we're doing. Myself and my wife, we've got a movie poster in the house, which is a 100 movie scratch-off bucket list poster. And basically we pick a movie every Monday night and we watch it. And then we've decided that we're going to start talking about them. Now we've actually watched eight movies, but we're going to talk about the last movie we've watched. And the seven previous to that, we will do them at some point again, whilst we do this little series. Um, But tonight's movie is Brokeback Mountain. Mm -hmm. So before we go into it, what was your first thoughts of Brokeback Mountain? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I thought it was good. I did enjoy it. It's kind of weird to think of first thoughts. Well, there's a lot of scenic, scenic. atmosphere. <laughs> All right, okay. So I was, I was thinking I really want to be in Canada. Even though it's set in Wyoming. Yeah, but you told me it was in Canada, so I knew you wanted it to was, be in Canada. It was filmed in Canada, yeah. Um, well, I don't want to go into too much detail, but overall I enjoyed it. It was good. I thought the acting was really good and I enjoyed the plot. Okay, cool. So I'm just going to give the synopsis of the movie before we start getting to it. Um, so in 1963, rodeo cowboy Jack Twist, who's played by Jake Gyllenhaal, and ranch hand Ennis Stillmar, who's played by Heath Ledger, are hired by rancher Joe Aguirre as sheep herders in Wyoming. One night on Brokeback Mountain, Jack makes a, a drunken pass at Ennis that is eventually reciprocated. Though Ennis marries his longtime sweetheart Alma, who's played by Michelle Williams, and Jack marries a fellow rodeo rider Anne Hathaway. Well, just says Philip. What's Anne Hathaway's character called? Y- Yoli? No. Let me find out. Anyway, uh, the two men keep their tortured, sporadic affair over the course of 20 years. I'm just going to point out something it says in the synopsis here. At no point did I get any idea. Now, I might have missed it. There might have been a conversation. But at no point did I get the idea that the Innes, who is played by Heath Ledger, and his partner Alma were long-term sweethearts. Did he, unless, did he mention it when they were on the mountain? I know, you couldn't understand what he was saying half the time. He did, I'm sure he did, he did say something about getting married, though, didn't he? Maybe maybe he mentioned it then, that, that was his, they were like long-term sweethearts. Yeah, he did say he was getting married. But, yeah, I don't know. He could have said it. What threw me straight away when the film, just as the film started, was, like, Heath Ledger getting off a bus or something? Because I was like, oh, I thought this was, like, old-timey cowboy... Stuff. <laughs> but I don't know why, because if you actually look at the picture on the, like the DVD, they're wearing like, probably wearing not that. Hats. Yeah, <laughs> they're wearing cowboy hats, but they're, they're wearing jackets that probably aren't weren't sort of fashionable in the, in the old wild wild west days. Not rocking a denim jacket denim there. Jackets? They wore denim jackets in the sixties, didn't they? Not? No, and that's my point. I'm saying, oh, okay. like they should have known that it was set later than the wild wild west. Um, Anne Hathaway's character is called Lorene. Lorene. She's not really in it that much. She doesn't see much. No, I was quite surprised that it was. I kind of forgot that she was, she was in it, so it was a bit of a shock when I saw her on the horse. We did spend a bit of time um, during the movie going, Is that Michelle Williams? Yeah. <laughs> That's that- Anne Hathaway! <laughs> <laughs> and then there was someone else as well. Um, I can't remember who it was. There was someone else that pops up, and I was just like, What are they doing in this? Oh, and it, 
was Anna Faris. Yeah, <laughs> she pops up in it like when she's got it for a meal. Yeah, um, so. Do you want to know what my first thought was? What? This is my first. I made some notes. This is my first note. Jake Gyllenhaal is rocking the double denim. Why did you think so? Well, just in the first scene. He seems to be wearing double denim for like pretty much half the film, so that was my first thought. Yeah. Not the bus, the double denim is what sprung to mind first. And then his Heath Ledger mumble. Yeah, Heath Ledger did. He does. It's like he's got his jaw wired shut in this <laughs> film. It's funny though, because like a lot of times when Heath Ledger's talking, you can't really understand what he's saying. But he. He did, I thought he did all his best acting when he wasn't saying anything. Like he, yeah. he's kind of this like moody like feel about him, which was quite quite good. Do you not find it weird that when when they when like Heath Ledger he's waiting outside to, before he gets this job to go on the ranch, he's sort of just waiting to have a smoke and a cigarette, and then Jake Gyllenhaal pulls up in the car and they don't speak to each other. They don't yeah. like not even just a like hello, are you here for a job as well? Like do you know what I mean? They just they just don't. Yeah. They just kind of look at each other, like... I found that bit really awkward to watch. I mean, I don't like awkward silences anyway, but that was just uncomfortable, how long they went without talking to one another. Yeah. And I just thought you could even just make a silly passing comment. Or maybe... Yeah, just a wee nod, a wee... Yeah. What is it? Doff, oh. doff their hat or anything, something like yeah. that, just to be like... I'm doing it now, but... Yeah, people can't see that. Yeah. And you're not wearing the hat. Um, <laughs> and then they go in, and the guy... One of the first things the guy tells him is, like, no fires... Boom, first scene up in the mountain, fire. They're, they're no how matter. did he expect them to keep warm, though? What was the... I think he was saying, he said something about not leaving a trace or something. I don't know, but who's like who's worried about them being up there with sheep? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm not sure. And then, so they're in the mountain and they're there. This is what I don't understand. That, that, like, this, is, this is my main... Like, I like the movie. Overall, I enjoyed the movie. I would recommend the movie. But my biggest understanding is, like, I didn't buy the fact that they liked each other. Like, I felt like it happened quite sudden. Like, well, the first bit seemed to last ages of them, like, looking after the sheep, getting the water, making the beans, all that stuff carried, like, yeah. seemed quite monotonous. And then all of a sudden, they're in the tent. Yeah, pumping, pumping. <laughs> Like, but what I don't get, though, is, like, there was no, like, sexual tension before it or anything. No. Like, there was no flirting, there was no, like... Like, I don't know, nothing that suggested to me, like, oh, these guys are about to, to fall. Like, had I not known what the movie was about, yeah, I'd have, I wouldn't have, like, been like... What I didn't feel like it was suggested, it didn't even seem like... Because sometimes it's not the words that they state, it's just kind of like... Yeah, that's what I mean, like... That yeah. wasn't even suggested but in there, the film. There was no even sort of, like, little glances or anything like that. No. So, like, when it finally happens, like, I mean, because I knew what the film was about, as soon as he invites them into the tent, you're like, oh, this is when they, they start hooking up. Yeah. Now, I've never kissed a guy before, so <laughs> we're going to have to lean on your experiences here. Is it always that, like, violent? I thought it was a bit... Oh, they don't kiss at first, though. They don't kiss the first time. They just... They look like they're going to kiss. No, they look like they're going to punch each other. And yeah. then... <laughs> yeah. And, and then, then flip him over. Heath Ledger has his way with um, Cheeky Boy, doesn't he? Yeah. Right, and then that's kind of it. You don't really like, and then then the, they have another wee sort of. They they and they kiss later in the next scene, don't they? But again, it's still like, I think I don't know if they're trying to like convey passion or whatever. But then, like, see the one when they 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 go when they meet each other again for the first time, mm. and like that's when Michelle Williams actually catches them kissing. Like they're kind of like pushing each other away. I don't know if it's just like maybe I, I don't know maybe it's, maybe I'm. I don't get it, but like it just seemed like I don't know, it just seemed a bit weird to me that that mm. moment. I kind of know what you 
mean. And one of the things that I, I, I'm probably totally wrong here, but I felt like sometimes it was almost like, um, is it Innes? Yeah. Almost like he didn't want it to be happening. So it was almost him oh, no, being I aggressive think, and like I, fighting I, I, it. I think, no, I think that's fair because I think like, because he, he even makes a comment where he's like, I'm not queer. Just so you know, yeah. like, he, he, I think, but if you think about it, if he's a cowboy in the 60s and like the, like the, how sort of against that society would be. And that's that that was the biggest problem for the movie for me is that they never really got that across. And so I couldn't, um, I couldn't like sort of feel for them or root for them because you, first of all, you sort of see Michelle Williams sort of like going through this like horrible life, like because she knows pretty early on and just hides the fact that she knows. And so she's sort of fallen apart. But like, because they don't really dig into like how bad it is and like how bad it would be for two men to be in society, and they try and do it a little bit. I think, and he tells a story about like what his dad, his dad showing him those that guy. Mm. But I felt it took too long into the movie to do that before. Like I think by that point you kind of all like for me anyway, I kind of was a bit frustrated with them because of the, like how they were like treating their their wives sort of thing. Yeah. No, I agree. I think that's the the main issue I had with the film is I find it so much easier to root for them if, like, they didn't have partners. Yeah. And it was just, like, they were overcoming, like, society fighting against them. And... But I think even if they... Or even if, like, you saw moments of them, like, being so, like, upset at how they were treating their partners... But Ennis was horrible to me, like the Alma. Like, there's a horrible bit where like they're about to have sex, and uh, she talks about him putting protection on. Yeah. And then he's just like, "Well, if you don't want my my kids, uh, you can go without." Like. Yeah. And well, that's the moment where she. She snaps back though, doesn't she? Yeah, and then that's when it's over. Like that's where the relationship finishes. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Well, she snaps back and says like. Um, like if you were around, if you were around to look after your kids, yeah. I'd have your kids, sort of thing. Now I found them like I thought they were great and they're great characters. I just found them very hard to root for because, I mean, obviously I don't condone any of extramarital affairs or anything like that. So it, it just seemed difficult to root for them in that situation. And also, like I, I said this to you after we watched it, like say it was. I don't know, they were in an abusive relationship or something and you can kind of see it as an escapism and, I mean, again, it's still cheating, but then... Yeah, we want them to get out and sort yeah, of thing. You like, get, but, like, she seemed like... Michelle Williams' character seemed so nice, like... She was great in it as well. Yeah. Like, she, you really felt how, like, kind of broken she was. Yeah. Um, because both... I didn't really feel that sorry for Anna Hathaway. <laughs> Wait, yeah, and I don't she know... seemed a bit of a bitch, to be fair. Oh, oh I don't... Sorry, <laughs> you can say that. I don't think she did. I just like because even like even when Jake Gyllenhaal like finally steps up to his stepdad, she has a smile on her face. She likes that. She likes the fact that he's he's like standing up for himself, sort of thing. Yeah. I just don't feel she she was almost like. Well, she, I mean, she was simply there just to move the plot along a little bit. She she didn't have she didn't add much to the movie. Michelle Williams was given a much larger role in that movie. Yeah. Then I'm halfway. But then I guess that comes back to the point you were saying. You reckon that 
Innes is the more leading character, so I guess that's why she was more significant in it. Maybe, yeah. I, I think I think he's, he's, he must have more screen time than I felt he was on the screen more than. It, it, and he, he's great on screen. Like other than the fact that you can't really understand him a lot of time, Heath Ledger he, he has a, an amazing presence on the screen. Um, just his eyes, like his, his eyes are like. Yeah. Brilliant! I'm not not surprised Jake Gyllenhaal fell for him when he was <laughs> up on that mountain. I just wish like he'd spoken a bit more clearly, because <laughs> yeah. I feel like he could still do an accent and it'd be a little bit easier to understand. It just sounded mumbly the whole way through to yeah, me. Yeah, but I'm I'm wondering if it's the whole like trying to get across that because he talks about at one point how he's he's he doesn't he's not been educated, doesn't he? Like he, he only did one year at high school because he's like brother and sister looked after him. So I'm wondering if it's just trying to like draw that point home that. See, I didn't even hear any of that. Here's a guy who, <laughs> here's a guy who, like maybe doesn't have the best vocabulary and like, mm. he, he seems like quite a. He's, he's quite a quiet man, isn't he? He's not. He doesn't really speak that much anyway. No. Um. Just, I don't know, this just came into my head, but the biggest surprise in the movie for me is that you see more boobs in it than you do willies. Like, I think that's quite a... That's quite a surprise, like, considering that... pleasant surprise. Well, I'm not <laughs> complaining. Um, but yeah, just, I just thought I'd throw that out. That was interesting. Okay. Just in case anyone was unsure whether to watch it. Yeah. There's boobies. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I was um, going back to what we were talking about before. Um, when I was my little theory of Innis perhaps being a little bit like I'm ang- not angry that it happened, but kind of wanting to push him away. You know the bit where they said goodbye. Yeah. And then he went away and he like was punching the wall. Oh yeah, and I thought he was going to be sick at that point yeah. as well. Like I don't. I partly was like, is he sad? Like, is he angry because he's gone, or is he angry because like why have I let myself get caught up in this? I don't know. Like it's quite hard to tell. It's, there's, there's no reason it couldn't be both it's as open well. To interpretation. Yeah, definitely. It's a good scene that actually when he yeah. when he like when he when he does that he's, he's quite raw in that scene. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like um, it it wasn't until like the last like see the last sort of twenty five minutes when obviously you find out what's happened to Jake Gyllenhaal's character because that's when it really hits home. It's just like oh, this is why these two men couldn't be together. Mm. And they've tried to have these two separate lives, and like, like they try to have like what society at that time would probably sort of deem as like normal, like in in yeah, like okay. quotations, yeah. Um, and it's and you only see flashes of what happens to Jake Gyllenhaal, but it's really brutal and it really hits home. And then you really like, and then when Heath Ledger goes to like his his parents' house and stuff like that, and you see like. The dad really not like you, you get a vibe from uh, Jack. It's Jack West, isn't it? That's his name, isn't it? Maybe. Twist, Jack Twist. Um's dad obviously doesn't like the fact that his son was gay, and then that he has this man coming to like sort of pay respects that who was obviously the man that his son was in love with. Mm. I've got all sorts of theories about the last last part of the film, the ending. Go on. Well, I like part of me. Is it did that definitely happen to him, or is it open to interpretation, or is that just a cover story that Anne Hathaway was telling people, and then the flashback was what actually happened? Do you know with him getting beaten up? Well, yeah, they definitely get killed, yeah, by people. Yeah, but you don't know that. 
I think that's the whole point, isn't that the whole point? That's the whole point I took from it. Is Anne Hathaway's telling him another story, either to like. I think she knows. I think part of me thinks this might be way out there, but what she might even have something to do. With yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think that's that's. I think that's a reasonable theory. Because she was so icy on the phone. She's, she starts to tear up just at the end, though, doesn't she? But I don't know if that's for pity for him or whatever. But, yeah, whatever she's telling him is definitely a lie. And I think she she knew. But then I just, I'm trying to work out how far before she knew. Did she know, like, all along and it was just easier to go along with it? Because, like, when... Um, there's that scene where he's looking for his parker and she's punching numbers into the calculator or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's just not bothered. And he's like, have you seen my... And, Part of me thinks, does she even know then what he's got going up to? But she's just not bothered and she's just focusing on her work and it's just easier to ignore it. Or do you think she only finds out at the end? I'm not sure. I, I, I personally don't think she finds out until near the end, if she does find out at all. But she's she's definitely lying on the phone to him about what actually what he, she's saying is happening. Mm. She's saying, obviously, like a, almost like a wheel come off a car or something like A wheel rim come off a car and like... Smashed him in the face and he drowned in his own blood. Now, I think he did drown in his own blood, but it was because yeah. those guys beat him up. You right there? Yeah, You're no, sitting, sitting just, in silence. <laughs> I, was just, I, I was just collecting my thoughts on the situation. And then I was also thinking about um, when, when um, it goes back to the parents' house at the end, the Jack Twist's parents' house. And the guy and the dad says that he ended up having a friend over at the... He always talked about wanting to have somebody mm-hmm. to take to the cabin. And then he found out that he'd been seeing somebody before he died. I, I don't think that ever happened, though, did it? I think that was just saying that it was going to happen, but it never did. Because that's the guy from... What, what's his well, name? It, was such, it was hinted, it wasn't like... But, G, but Jake Gyllenhaal was a bit promiscuous in general though, wasn't he? Because obviously he takes his trip to Mexico cause, like, and then he like you, he sort of like says to Ennis later, like, I had to go to Mexico to get something that you couldn't give me. But then it, do you think it's because like he, he ended up falling in love with this other person and just gave up on Ennis and then was planning on settling down in the cabin and with all the things he'd thought of that he'd have with Ennis but then ended up having it with this other guy. I don't know, maybe he was just settling because Ennis was not prepared to, like, um, I don't know, not prepared to... He he was never going to, like, move in with him. He was never going to have a life with him. But that's because he was so, like, he was haunted by what he'd seen when he was younger with that guy who'd... Probably, yeah. He probably felt like there's no way that in society that this can be accepted. But, like, whereas... whereas Jack Twist was would have been willing to make that. I think he'd have been willing to to risk that for mm. it. Yeah, but again, like that, like that. That's that's going back to that though. Like the thing that his dad showed him, and then obviously, like you see how open Ennis is at the end when what happens to, to Jack. I just don't feel like we got that enough. Like enough of like what they would have been sacrificing had they. Even though you know, like, even though you like it's nineteen sixty three, you know what it would be, but I just felt like I needed a wee bit more of that to like to feel for them, the characters more, because yeah. it was about halfway through the movie before I started like when you first see that scene with the dad before I was first like, mm. all right, that's how that's how tough it is. But then even like with the guy, I've forgotten what his name is, the guy with the sheep, the 
What's it called? I don't know. He's talking about the, 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 the man who he employs them both. Like, I would have even expected his not. Obviously, it's not okay. But I would have even expected his reaction to be more aggressive than what it was. Yeah, he was always because he, he was just a bit so like it was like a slight mock, wasn't it? Like, yeah, it, like he waited and wait. I mean, they dig at him the next year, but it wasn't like a. She said, "There's no job for you." I guess the fact that he's not giving him a job yet. Is... Yeah, no, that is bad. But I just think in that time, I would have expected like. I would have expected like like more... he, like them like because he's sort of like. I mean, they're, they're kind of just wrestling, aren't they? Like, when he sees them. But, like, I would have expected them to, like, go people to battle them, battle them then. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Because then also the big thing was him saying, like, I didn't pay... I can't remember what it was. There's, like, a line of saying, I didn't pay you to look after, to get, to just... Oh, we're fine. I think I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> cool story, bro. Sorry. You guys weren't getting paid for the digs to watch the sheet while you stem the rose. Yeah. I knew I won't remember that. I had to write that down. But because they weren't supposed to sleep in the same place, were they? Because one, well, one of them was meant to sleep in a tent. One of them was meant to sleep with the sheep. And then the sheep got killed. That was a bit harsh, though, man. Like because they were like freezing their balls off, yeah. like out there with the sheep. Yeah. So that's why I'm quite surprised because you'd have thought his reaction would have maybe been a little bit more. Yeah, the, the fact that yeah, what they've done is potentially putting his sheep at risk as well. Yeah. And I then maybe that. that would have given a little bit more of a hint to people's perceptions at the time which I guess like knowing what we know now we know what times would have been like then but I don't feel like the film does a great job of indicating that I think maybe people because I think like even though you know it even though you know how bad it was I think you need to see how that affects them too personally like how is it getting to them like and it does take you a good hour before you find out about that because he doesn't. It's like when they're on one of their third or fourth trips that Ennis tells that story. Do you know what I mean? So it's not yeah. early on. You don't so he sort of dived into this relationship without ever explaining that. Like and and fair enough, it puts like a lot in the context. It put, show it explains to you why he's fighting it at the beginning and why it's like. When you think back, you, you can put a bit of feeling to it, but maybe I, I don't know. Maybe if I watched it again, like I would mm. maybe feel a bit more for them because I know, like I know this, I know the end of the story now. I know what happens. Maybe yeah. I would be. And like, I still think it's an important film because I think for people from the LGBTQ community, I think it's important for them. And like, I know, like from reading about it, there's people have seen it. Like, yeah, I was reading the reviews in Letterbox, and times. people were like going nuts for this film. And obviously it's important to see, like, representation of gay people in films. I just really wish that it wasn't, like, affairs. And then I could have really rooted for them. I just found it really difficult that they were... Especially in this, like, his wife seemed really lovely and just yes. wanting to look after her kids and make a nice life for them. And he was just being quite selfish. Yeah, like I mean, he, I guess in the end he ended up really lonely. He does end up lonely, so, and that's probably it, it, it's in the last twenty minutes where you really do feel for him, and you feel like because he's a broken older man then, isn't he? And you do really you you kind of hurt for him a wee bit. He, he's living in a trailer, he's on his own. Yeah, like, you can see that Alma's remarried and they're living in a nice house, and yeah, the kids are living with him. Yeah, and he. he 
Yeah, he's. he's I, 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 at the end of it, I did feel really sorry for him. Like, yeah, I, me my, too. I, my heart was broken for for him at the end of it because you finally see it sink in. But but during it, like, I it think, took Jack to die for that to happen. Yeah, no, I know. And, but I what, don't think I would have felt that way if not. But what was weird is though, I didn't feel as annoyed at Jack as I did at Ennis throughout the whole film. And I think, like, part of that is like even even his relationship with Anne Hathaway. You're right. Well, well, I don't think she knew. They did have a bit of a distant relationship. Business was a big part of their relationship mm-hmm. and like success, and so uh, you didn't feel the. Whereas, like, you and didn't. Also, wasn't in a relationship when they got together. He was single at the time. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's, he still gets anyone though. But I, I think though as well, like, whereas, like, you really got the feeling that Michelle Williams like was in love with this man yeah. and like. She was heartbroken. Yeah. That bit where she And then she they had the wee Benjamin Button kid as well, who how they had to look after her. <laughs> Just this one of the little girls. Is, her hair's like an old woman. She's got grey hair. I, I was going to say it, but then I thought, if I say this out loud, you're going to think I'm a terrible person. But then you went, why does she look like an old woman? <laughs> <laughs> she did, though. It's so true. She had the greyest hair for like a three-year-old. <laughs> it's weird. Anyway, what were, you, what were you saying before you mentioned the Benjamin Button kid? Yeah, just that Michelle. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't know if it's because she was so good and, and that. Yeah. And I just think he, he, he was. I think, like I say, like I think if he'd showed that he, he felt like remorse. Yeah, not not for the fact that he he was in love with another man, but just the fact that what he was doing to her, I would have, I could have sympathised with him more. But all I did was like feel sorry for her. Yeah, because that scene in the kitchen where. Um, the kids are growing up and she's pregnant and she confronts him about it. They're split up at this point. Yeah. She's remarried or like boyfriend whatever. And she mentions about the fishing line that she wrote a note on it and it was still had the um, price tag on it. And he gets really like angry and aggressive and she's pregnant. Yeah. No, and, I, and I get that. He's obviously like, because he's, he, at that point he's worried about his world. Yeah. Probably falling apart. And I get, I get why he's angry. But that was, like a tough scene to watch. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, because he, he does get violent with her, doesn't he? Like, yeah. grabs her and he, he, he gets, I guess, quite scary. But yeah, like, yeah, just, I don't know. I, I did enjoy it and I would recommend it. And by the by the end of it, I did sympa- certainly sympathise with the two of them. And, um, and by the end of it, I did I did like the both of them, but it just took me it took me a while to get there, so it did. Yeah, I think it was like the last half hour. I think I really started to feel for them. Um. Yeah, and like I said, like in terms of acting, everyone's great in it. No one's bad in it. Um, the only one I didn't quite, the only person I didn't think was quite good is like the, the guy who plays Jake Gyllenhaal's father-in-law. Like, oh, he I don't was know if he awful. was. I don't know if he was just too on the nose. It's like your stereotypical. I'm the I'm boss, sorry. stepdad sort of thing, and it's not stepdad, father-in-law, and so I just, but he wasn't. I don't know. He didn't think his acting was that great, <clears throat> and then just like the, the the scene, there's a scene where like it's Thanksgiving and oh, really Jake Gyllenhaal wants to switch the it's the, the TV on. His kids, his kids are watching TV while he's at a table. Jake Gyllenhaal goes on and switches the TV on. His oh. father, yeah, sorry, off, and his father-in-law goes and switches it on and saying like, "Oh, kids," and so Jake Gyllenhaal goes up and says like. He's not getting to watch football when his mum's been in three hours in the kitchen preparing his meal. Yeah. Switches it off. 
And then he goes to switch back on and then he like snaps and he tells yeah. him he's sitting, like he's sitting his ass down or he's gonna like I put you doing but but the difference in the difference in ability and acting at that scene is like yeah. it's so far apart. Like Jake Gyllenhaal is is great and this guy's just a bit of a wet blanket man. Like mm-hmm. he, I don't know, I just and so he, he lets it down because obviously like Jake Gyllenhaal and Eve Ledger are both excellent, so they both can yeah. be on screen at the same time. They both do it really well and, and Jake Gyllenhaal has a more I always find his characters quite big in terms of like when you think of like um, Nightcrawler or what was the last one we saw him in? I can't remember it. Anyway, he, like that's the first one that came out. Like, he, 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 he always oh, Nocturnal had, Animals. Yeah, Nocturnal Animals, you know what I mean? Yeah. But he's quite, he's quite, um, he's quite chilled in this one. I think he's the most chilled. I mean, don't get me wrong, he has his heated moments because they're they get upset with each other, um, but yeah, like he's he's excellent. I think he he pips him in this one in terms of acting, though. Do you think? Just when he like, I always think if if, if people can be good at acting without saying anything, like he's so Heath Ledger so has so many moments in his movies where he doesn't say anything, and you sort of, he, I just I don't know he's. Do you know, but he's also got a lot more moments where he's got opportunity to like show passion and aggression and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, probably. Yeah, he's got. He, he gets to show his range a lot more, sort of thing. Whereas I think Jake Gyllenhaal's kind of, apart from the Thanksgiving scene, he's generally more chilled. And then he gets emotional at the end when they have the yeah. last um, fishing trip together. Well, not fishing. They don't do any fishing. They don't. <laughs> They do not do. They get their rods out, but they don't oh, do. They, <laughs> they don't do any fishing. Um, I've got a question for you. Go for it. This was um, read this read this online. And someone posted it. Um, who do you think loves who more out of the two? I think Ennis loves him more. Mm. I don't know actually. The thing with Ennis is you don't see how much Ennis loves him until he's dead, until yeah. Jack's dead, and then you really see how much. Like the movie ends with him open the cupboard and the, and like do you know what I mean, and that like does it's break so your sad. heart. Like that is, like, what a, what a way to like end the movie. Like it's, yeah. I saw in one of the reviews somebody was just like, why can't you just like, went to blackout once the daughter left? Why did you have to do that? Like yeah. devastating end scene. And it is, and, and I think the point is, it is like that. It, I think that scene's um, like it's as tragic as it is. It's a really important scene because that is like, if you, if, I think you just, it's the one that if you were struggling to understand it, it really cements it for you, like how much he loved yeah. Jack. See the touch because Jack had put his shirt on the outside, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then he'd spot around and put his shirt, his shirt yeah. outside. But you guys started crying. No, I'm just remembering it. It was very emotional. And I actually so, never cried, which is interesting. And so I don't, I don't think that. Um, I don't know if any of them loved that. I think maybe just the same. In different ways. Yeah, they showed it differently. Because Innes's thing was all about like hiding, like he didn't want anybody to know, or any. Whereas Jack was more comfortable with it being open about it. But then at the same time, wasn't what's the word? Faithful, obviously they weren't faithful in general, but to one another, 
Yeah, he wasn't. He, he wasn't even faithful to Ennis, though, was he? Because yeah. he, he would. He yeah, and even that, I don't like. I say you don't know what happened with that guy at the meal, but the guy's talking about it. he's got access to this. Like his boss gives him access to this little cabin. Maybe we should go down there one time. Like, mm. they definitely say the dad definitely says that he was seeing someone before he died. Do they use that language? Well, no, that's me paraphrasing. But <laughs> don't roll your eyes at me. Too late after that. No, I'm sure. He, I'm sure he says something. No, I remember him saying something about talking about bringing another guy. No, because he, he wouldn't have brought another guy if he wasn't special. He wouldn't have yeah. just brought any old guy, would he? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. What? The dad was so angry. Was that? I, I was yeah. a little bit like, is the dad in on it? But then I thought maybe I'm taking nah, it too Nah, yeah, far. yeah, I'll try to get it to, to him. I know, but he was really like... Oh yeah, he was... He was... He, really he, he was... He was he, you could get a sense of being like angry, ashamed, and sort of the rest of that. And I really didn't like him, because I was just like... Your son's dead, like... You're not just as your son dead, but your son's been beaten to death, and you're like... And, and so... and But then the mum... She brought a wee bit more of a heart to it because she was like, before he leaves, she's like, "Come back, like, come back and see us." Oh, she was a bit weird though. Should I get creepy vibes off her? Yeah, a little bit, but I think it's just because I think she was awkward because like, she obviously felt one way about it, mm. and her husband felt another way about it. Yeah. She gives him a wee bag to put the shot in, and she's like, "I'll oh, come back again." Sort of thing. Yeah. So. Um, well, I've got one last thing to say. All right, okay. Um, if this is in the sixties, right? Right. We, I mentioned this: one hundred twenty-five dollars per child for child support a month. <laughs> yeah. Seems well, yeah, that'd have been late late sixties. Yeah, like we we did bring that up. That's two hundred fifty quid a month child support. I mean, I don't know how much the going rate. For I'm not convinced he is. was getting much more than two hundred fifty quid a month because he was. That's probably he was living in a trailer at the end. Bless him. Um. Yeah, that is a lot. A lot. I feel of like they didn't decide to do the research for that part, unless it is really expensive in the states. But there's another storyline in it, and I didn't really like that much. Was like, see the bit when Ennis then gets like a new girlfriend, kinda. Oh, Velma. I didn't really feel that that much. I didn't really. I think I don't think he was supposed to though. Were you? I don't know. She was in it a bit too much for me for like. I didn't get the scene where she was all upset with him as well. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, right. I didn't feel like it. Like, I didn't feel like. Yeah, she's upset with him in that diner, and I'm like, I'm like, I feel nothing right here because, I'd, like, it's not been built up enough. Velma, you're a nothing character to me. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, um, oh, it's because she's in Scooby Doo, isn't it? That's yeah, why you said she's that. In <laughs> well, she's Velma. Let's just call her Velma. I'll call her Velma because I'm not. But yeah, what would what would you give it out of five stars? Mm, I would give it maybe three and a half. Perhaps if I watched it again, maybe four. Okay, I'm at three stars just now, which for me is a recommendation. I would recommend that you watch it. Um, and if you watch it, let us know. Next week, um, we're watching Office Space. Amelia's got a really excited face about that. Yep. Um, yeah, next week, Office Space. And then we'll do another podcast on that. But yep. thanks for listening. Do you want to say anything? Sorry. I was going to say, if anyone's seen it before and has any questions. Yeah, if you've seen Office Space and you've got any questions, send Welcome. them. Welcome. Send them in. <laughs> send them in, and we'll do our best to answer them. 
All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Catch you later. Bye. Bye.